You're listening to Meet the RIA. In this special podcast edition of the show, you'll get expert insight from some of the top registered investment advisors in the country. Here's your host, Jenna Dagenhart, and today's special guest, Kathy Miller, co-founder of Atlanta Financial Associates. Welcome to Meet the RIA. Joining us now to discuss our firm's recent merger with Mercer Advisors and her journey as an advisor is Kathy Miller. She's the co-founder of Atlanta Financial Associates. Kathy, what changes in the industry have been most impactful over your career? Wow. Yeah, I think the two biggest changes I've seen have been the development of fee-based asset management solutions and the understanding by the public of what a fiduciary means. When, when I started in this business, financial planning was, was new, and um, it was really offered by financial services institutions more as a needs-based selling system often um, without any sort of commitment to objectivity about the products or services that were going to be recommended um, or transparency about how advisors were going to be paid. So my partner and I founded our firm 30 years ago um, to address that issue. We wanted to be completely independent and we wanted to have no hidden agendas about what our recommendations were and and why. Um, In the early 2000s, we then embraced fee-based asset management solutions fully. We essentially converted our entire practice to fee-based management. Um, And over the years, we've made a simple promise to our clients. We've promised them that we'll always be completely transparent about how we're being paid and why we're recommending what we're recommending, and that we would always put their best interests first, that our interests and theirs were aligned. Now, clients come to us already educated about what it means to be a fiduciary and asking those kinds of questions. So that's really been a sea change of of the public understanding those roles and embracing them and seeking them out. Let's talk a little bit about your merger with Mercer. What were you trying to accomplish? A a number of things on on a number of fronts. We had um, been very successful as an independent firm. And we realized that what brought us to this point, though, wasn't going to necessarily guarantee our success going forward. Um, We wanted to make sure that we had robust offerings for our clients. We were seeing the trend in the industry towards offering in-house tax planning, estate planning, and trust services. And we took a look at what it would take for us to develop those on our own. And although we were closing in on a billion of assets under management, we knew we needed to probably be four or five billion before those uh, offerings would really make sense. And we decided we didn't want to ask our clients to wait the five or 10 years and didn't want to the firm to wait the five or 10 years it would take for us to get to a size where we could offer those. So that's what we were trying to do for our clients. Uh, For our employees, we wanted to provide robust growth and professional development opportunities so they could spend their entire career at Atlanta Financial and not have to leave um, to find new opportunity. Um, For the firm, we were looking for sustainability to make sure it would outlast the founders. And then for the founders, we really wanted to return to what we loved best. Our our business has gotten increasingly complex and we were wearing many, many hats, some of which we weren't really well suited to wear, like IT director and compliance officer. (laughs) And so we really wanted to return to what our core competencies were and what we enjoyed the most, which was really working with our clients. Looking at client relationships, what do you think the clients need most from their advisors going forward? 
Gosh, the world has gotten increasingly complex, and I think they need an advisor who understands intimately what their goals and objectives are, who develops a plan to navigate this complex world, and who's there to help them address the obstacles that occur all along the way. Um, I've been in this business 30 years. This uh, was my fourth bear market in March of 2020. And I think that was a perfect illustration of where advisors really uh, earn their keep and uh, are really uh, instrumental with clients. You know, the internet's full of lots of information and you get instant access to it, but you need wisdom and perspective and experience to apply that information appropriately. And you need to be able to do it without emotion. And that's very difficult. That would be a very unusual client who could do all of those things. Um, so, you know, this last bear market, as I said, I think was a great illustration of why a, a trusted advisor is so important for the client. Um, when we went through March and April, we talked to every client often more than once about whether there was any need to adjust their plan. And uh, we were able to stay the course in the vast majority of our clients' situations with very little adjustment needed because we, through our experience um, in past bear markets, understood that this was not an event that required responding to. There are events that crop up that require response and modification of the plan, but this wasn't one of them. And at the end of the day, we were able to look back and see by keeping people invested and staying the course with their plan, many clients were half a million, million dollars better off than they would have been if they had succumbed to that temptation to say, oh my gosh, this is a global pandemic. I need to sit this one out on the sidelines till things feel better. Um, and, and that kind of wisdom in applying all the information that was bombarding people and the um, unemotional approach, I think is invaluable and something that only an experienced human advisor, not a robo advisor, not, you know, information on the internet can apply to a client situation. Finally, Kathy, what are the biggest challenges facing the industry in the next five to 10 years? I think the biggest challenge facing our industry is just complexity in our business. And that complexity really means firms need scale and it's driving firms to get bigger and get bigger quickly. The consolidation we're seeing in the industry is really palpable and has driven a lot of the activity in the last uh, year or so. Um, firms that own larger pieces of their local market are gonna gain even more market share uh, for a couple of reasons. One, their presence is much more visible and two, there are advantages that their scale offers in terms of efficiency, quality and quantity of offerings. So I think being on the forefront of that change is really important for firms, not only for their own success, but also for their clients' success to make sure that they're on the forefront of delivering what clients need also in this increasingly complex world. Thank you for tuning in to Meet the RIA. Visit AssetTV.com for more financial news and information, and be sure to check out our other episodes of the Meet the RIA podcast.